بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters it's uh, a friend of mine sent me a very nice animation uh, video of uh, human life of people you know who are who are born grow up have children uh, children uh, grow up they have children and uh, then eventually the original players and eventually they pass away and the lovely uh thought provoking message i literally had tears in my eyes watching an, an animation um the thought provoking message was that we know how it goes in life but do we know what is going to happen after we die the answer of that the answer to that question from a the from the perspective of muslim is yes we know yes we know what will happen after we die we know it in the sense of the conditions that we will see and we will face we don't know in the sense of what will happen to us individually personally because that depends on what we did with ourselves in this life i remind myself in you that this life is the most important treasure that we have because this is the only time when we have control even here we don't have full control we have limited control but we have some control where allah subhanahu wa taala gave us limited choice of what to do with ourselves he gave us the choice to obey him he also gave us the choice to disobey him i really wish i allah had not given me the chance or the choice to disobey him i wish that i was compelled to obey allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jabran that i could not possibly disobey allah if i wanted to but this is a wish it's not true everyone has been given that choice the choice to obey or to disobey and both of these are blessings now this is important to understand the choice to obey is a blessing of course we understand that but the choice to disobey is also a blessing and in some cases it is an even bigger blessing because the choice to disobey is a blessing in the sense that if you exercise this choice in a way where you choose when when the opportunity or the temptation to disobey allah subhanahu wa taala comes you choose not to disobey then this gives you this gets you hasanat it gets you the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa taala quite literally without having done anything if you do something good you are actually acting you are you know expending energy and and time and resources but if you just stop yourself from doing evil in terms of material things in terms of energy and so forth you have not expended anything it's just a decision and yes that decision had an emotional a uh, part to it the decision had a an emotional aspect to it where it would have been depending on what it was there would be there would have been a greater difficulty some decisions are much more difficult than others and of course the mind rules and the heart rules but if we in terms of physical effort nothing zero 
For example, to give you a simple example, if I wanted to backbite somebody, if I wanted to slander somebody, if I wanted to say something bad about somebody, and then people might, people, you might say, well, you know, um, after all, what I'm saying is true. That person is like that. They asked the Sahaba, the, the Sahaba said this to me, Sallallahu They said, yeah, Rasulullah, but that person is like that. Rasulullah, Sallallahu said, that is the reason why it is uh, backbiting. If it was not that, then it would have been bhutan, it would have been slander, which would be worse. So backbiting is to say something evil about somebody, something bad about somebody in their absence. Now, say for example, I had this desire and may Allah protect us. It looks like our whole social life is social life is comprised of this, of bad talking somebody or the other. So anyway, say I had this desire to say something negative about somebody behind their back to someone else. And I, the moment I thought of that or, or the moment there was an opportunity to do that, I controlled myself because I remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَهُمَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَمَا كُنْتُمْ He is with you wherever you are. So my Rabb is with me, my Rabb is watching me, my Rabb is hearing me. How can I do something to disobey him when I am aware of this? So I said I will not back back. I didn't do anything. I, as far as the world is concerned, if somebody was watching me, if somebody was videoing me, they would say no, they would not see any of these changes because all of this is inside my, my head and my heart. The fact that I wanted to say something is in my head and heart. The, 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 when I took a decision not to, not to do that, that is also within, within me and inside me. So people don't know this. But this results in me getting hasanat, me getting... Uh, good deeds and rewards with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now that is why I say that even the opportunity to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a blessing provided we use it in the right way which is by not disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah told us that when a, when a slave does something good Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes that to be written in his account and a reward ranging from 10 times to 700 times to without hisab is written for that slave against the good deed that he or she did. When a slave, and this is done anytime he does a good deed. Um, I, should have, I should have said something before that. When the slave intends to do a good deed, then one hasana is written there. For him, just the intention. He hasn't done it yet. He he decides when I'm going when I'm when I leave my house today, I'm going to give some charity. Just the he's still in the house. He hasn't left the house. He hasn't he hasn't given the charity. But the thought that he, the intention he made, I want to do it. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala causes one hasana to be written, one good deed to be written for him. When he actually does the charity, then it he gets ten to seven hundred to without without count. According to the generosity of Allah. When a slave decides to do something evil. Again he has not done anything. He just decided. He thought. I, when I meet so and so. I am going to talk about this third person. Right. He is thinking about that. He is intending to do this evil thing. Nothing is written in his account. Because he hasn't yet done it. Then he. Now two situations. One. Having thought of that, having intended to do that, when he meets that person, 
to whom he wanted to talk, he suddenly remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he stops himself. He does not say what he had intended to say. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes a good deed to be written in his account even though he didn't do anything. That person now, second situation, the person decided to do something evil, nothing is written. He actually goes and does it. The recording angels are ordered not to write it down until the end of the day. Because the slave is given the opportunity to make istighfar and tawbah. If he or she repents, if he or she, after having done the, the, the evil deed, they suddenly realize, my God, what did I do? I should not have done it. They repent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is nothing written. It's clean. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards them for that repentance. Right? Now, that is how valuable this life is. Provided we remember and think and recollect and remind ourselves that every single action in this life is an opportunity to invest in our akhirah. Every single action. Every living, breathing moment is an investment opportunity to invest in the akhirah, to do something which will improve our chances of gaining the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we meet Him. I remind myself and you, let us not waste that. Let, let us make sure that we don't lose that opportunity. Let us make sure that every opportunity that we have to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we use it to the best of our ability. And every time we make a mistake, every time we commit a sin because we were forgetful or whatever the reason, let us make sure that we Immediately make istighfar. If we hurt somebody, go apologize. If it is something between you and Allah, make make uh, amends. Let us repent. Let us seek forgiveness. Let us give some charity because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives if we give charity. And we ask and we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to truly appreciate this life. And this is the way to truly appreciate this life. To use it to build our akhirah. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ar-rahim.